Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your two hosts. With me, as always, he's not paying attention because I can see him on the video. He is Facebooking on his Facebook device, iPad or tablet or something like that. No, Mysterious you know I don't talent. social. You are not. Yeah, you are a social butterfly. Don't lie. Hmm. Not not a, not a social butterfly, man. Not you are a social butterfly. butterfly. When was the last time you saw the sun? Oh, uh, I guess today, this morning. Got me beat. <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway, admit it, social butterfly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a social butterfly. Woo, woo! All roses and rainbows over here. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if roses and rainbows are social butterflies, but I feel is like that what you're are. butterflying around to. I I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> See, I've already confused you, Mike. We are just starting, and I've already confused you. Okay, Mike, so I can see you're looking at your tableted device. Um, Mike, go ahead. What movie are we talking about for Real Film Nerds episode 181? Oh, Matt, we are uh, talking about The Old Guard. Uh, and this one's starring uh, Charlize Theron, Kiki Lane, uh, Matthias uh, Shun. Uh, Arts. I'm sure I screwed that up. Uh, Marwin uh, Kanzari. And this is about a covert team of immortal mercenaries who are suddenly exposed and must now fight to keep their identity a secret just as an unexpected new member is discovered. And I totally skipped over the director and writer, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, director uh, Gina Pierce uh, Bythewood. And uh, it's written... Huh? You missed an R. Oh, Prince. Ooh, Gina Prince Bythewood. Uh, and then written uh, writers, uh, Greg Greg Rucka. And uh, it's based on uh, a graphic novel series by Greg Rucka and illustrated by Leandro Fernandez. All right, perfect. Very close, Mike. Very close. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're getting, we're getting you there. You're learning how to <laughs> yeah, read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am learning how to read, and it's going great. <laughs> this words are hard especially when they're names but yeah yeah you got most of them i think i need to get hooked on phonics or something does it even exist anymore probably not but i mean there's probably youtube of of somebody going through the whole thing for free or something don't they just have like google translate or google something that will probably read the names for you uh i don't know i don't know is there like um uh google assistant that can read for me siri i'm sure she does everything too right uh, she does stuff okay medium medium okay yeah she can't understand me a lot i yell at my alexa sometimes yeah swear at her makes me feel better about myself nice nice she just takes it huh pretty much yeah nice I'm waiting for the day when she yells at me back. Then I can say we have a true relationship. Or what if she's like, 
well, I just canceled your order. How do you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious. Sorry, but your order for uh, a new pair of uh, pants has been rerouted to your mom's house. (laughs) That'd be really funny. Um, Terrifying, but funny. The drone is going in the opposite direction. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike. So speaking about immortality and drones, I don't know. I tried. I tried to get us back on topic. Are there drones in this? I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Mike, uh, first impressions, old guard. Um, I like this. This movie kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I enjoy a lot of Charlize uh, Theron action movies, um, like Atomic Blonde, uh, Aeon Flux, The Old Guard. Um, you know, uh, man, I'm thinking Fury Road, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, so this this was one I was just like, oh. I didn't even know what it was about. I saw like a little bit of a preview and it was like actiony and it had Charlie Stern. I was like, Ooh, I'm going to watch that. Boom. And so I think me and everyone in America did the same thing. And, uh, this has uh, been quite popular over at Netflix. I heard it has over a hundred million views in the first three days. That's impressive. Speaking that it came out, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, July. Where's the official release date? July July tenth. Oh, tenth. Okay. July tenth. All right. Yep. So that's two weeks ago, give or take. But no, uh, I like Charlize Theron. I th- I talked about it on the radio that you're gonna hear later on to in this pod, and then I talked about it when we we're doing our little thingy for uh, Richard on the fan show um i like how Charlize theron started out as this dramatic actress and turned into this action superstar and the majority of her roles that she's done in probably the past 10 years have been pretty much nothing but action and she is very good at it and i love it yeah no it's it's, it was uh entertaining and and fun and unexpected so this this one's uh this one's pretty fun I don't agree with Eon Flux being a good movie. Uh, it was entertaining, but uh, I really liked the cartoon, man. And all right, the, all right. the movie was nothing like the cartoon. Okay. All right. Nothing like it. Just bringing up action movies, man. I know. She was in. Fury Road was freaking awesome, though. Absolutely amazing. And yeah. isn't she supposed to be doing a sequel for that and a sequel for Atomic Blonde? Um, I've heard about the Fury Road sequel. I don't know about... Uh atomic blonde but you know that wouldn't surprise me i think it did pretty well in the theater i think i think they have it in pre-production on imdb if i'm not mistaken nice nice um let me click on the old uh charlize their own link yeah atomic blonde too she's producing and it says it's just been announced all right cool so that'll be freaking sweet because i really enjoyed that first one that one caught me by surprise but like, okay, for instance, here's one like Charlize uh, Theron was in uh, Monster, and she was also in Tully, which are both dramatic roles. But she still is a badass in things like Mad Max Fury Road and Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monster was uh, a terrifying movie. Like mentally disturbed me watching it. 
And uh, it was really good acting, but it was just like, oh, the story is just rough. And then um, I watched Tully. That movie's kind of a mind uh, uh, fuck there. It's just crazy. Um, I watched that movie too. So she's she's she can do both, man. She can do action. She can do these great dramas. I mean, I think she was... Was she nominated... I think she was nominated for uh, Monster for Best Actress. Oh, yeah. She had to have been. She she completely transformed herself, too. Like, she gained all this weight and just totally didn't even look like her. I've never seen Tully. I wanted. I remember I wanted to see Tully in the theater, but then I saw the trailer, and I was like, I don't know if this is something that'll really interest me. But if you think it was an interesting movie, I might have to go check that out. Um, It's kind of odd, Matt. I I liked it, but I don't know if I would tell you to watch it. How about that? Yeah, I don't know if you'll like it. So I, I, I wouldn't tell you to watch it unless you've got an extra couple hours. No, I don't. Right now, I have no extra hours. I'm barely getting our movies in that I need to do for the pod. Like, I barely got this one watched on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just barely. So, all right, Mike. Well... I enjoyed this movie. I'll give my, I guess that's pretty much my impressions, but I enjoyed this movie a lot. I thought it was great. I, just like you, it kind of came out of nowhere for me. Uh, I saw there were a few previews here and there, you know, the little teasers that Netflix does. And when it said it was a, a fantasy action movie, I was like, huh. So it's, it's going to be like dragons. It's going to be stuff like that. And no, it's not. It's just about immortality, which, yeah, that's fantasy because people can't live forever not yet yeah uh this one reminded me matt a little bit of uh the highlander in some of the kind of immortality things i mean it's not anything like highlander really but some of the old stuff like where there's just people that have old things and are are just super knowledgeable about like the past so that's what kind of reminded me of well, that I think that was kind of neat, the historical things that they went into, uh, the different things that they were a part of. I'm trying not to spoil it, how to say it without spoiling it, but they were a part of in history that they are like attributing to their little mercenary band throughout history. I like that. I thought that was pretty, pretty neat and fun. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Matt, so I, I guess we'll just get on with it, and I'll ask you, what are you drinking today, Matt? <sighs> well, Mike, thanks for asking. There, I said it different that time. I'm drinking a Guinness Baltimore Blonde. Vitamin G Blonde, huh? Yep. From their Open Gate Guinness Brewery. Where is that? Is that in Maryland? Oh. Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, it's oh, okay. Cool. Cool, man. And my beer koozie did not keep it cool at all. This is disgusting. Oh, all right. Well, um, on that note, I am uh, drinking another IPA. Uh, it is called Space Dust. And it is made by Elon. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Laser. <laughs> Elysian. The um, Neil Wise Comet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh um and uh so uh, it's pretty good. Uh I like it. It's it's strong. 
8.2. Is it sending you to space? Yes. Um, and and on the picture there, man, I don't know if you can see it in the video there. It's it's like a hop, but he's vomiting space dust. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's fun. Well, okay, Mike. Then I'll ask my question since you're, ju- you're quick to jump on yours. Mike, how does the old guard relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right, Matt, I'm going to screw this up bad. I should, we should have talked about it uh, before the pod. I, okay, so I'm going to try and say the name. Uh, it's that Ch- bad, huh? Chai Wettel Geofor um is in uh Doctor Strange as well. I can't say I can't I'm gonna spell his name. C H I W E T E L E J I O F O R. I'm sorry. I just can't. But he he was also in uh Doctor Strange. Yep, and the rumors are that he will be the villain in the next Doctor Strange movie. Okay. Possibly. Who knows? We, I think the MCU and all movies across the board right now are all up in the air on what's actually going and what's going to happen. So, Man, I, I just keep thinking about our poor movie theaters, man, and they're just they're sitting idle, and there's all these movies ready to go, and there's they won't show them because... You know, they, they want to have the theater first and then the video on demand. It, I don't know, man. It's such a... I think if it goes on too much longer, man, I, do you think if we hit Christmas and we're still all, like, where we're at, like, right now, if they're just going to be like, screw it and just everything's on video on demand? For like I wouldn't 20 be bucks surprised. It'd be really depressing. But I wouldn't be surprised because these movie industry type studios put out these films and they want to get some of their investment back. I mean, you know, trolls, uh, I didn't watch it, but that trolls movie that Paramount did with the first ones to drop it like that pissed off AMC and like everyone else, you remember it did gangbusters. So I don't know. Uh, but then the, uh, you have on the flip side where Disney Plus released that one. It was in the theaters for a very short time. Yeah, the Pixar one, or yeah, the um, I'm forgetting the name the 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 fantasy one, the Artemis Fowl. No, well, yeah, there was Artemis Fowl, but Artemis Fowl was never in the theaters. This was the the Pixar one with the the dad that was like in half. That they brought back was it on onward or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I I don't want to look it up because I'll make noise. But okay. I think yeah, onward yeah. is right. Anyways, that did okay in the theaters. It's opening weekend, and then all this stuff happened, and then they released it on Disney Plus, and I don't think a whole lot of people watched it on Disney Plus. I know I did. It was probably the strangest Pixar movie I've ever watched. Yeah, I wasn't. A, there was really fun, cool parts in it that I really enjoyed, but overall, it wasn't the best. But so, 
that's the risk is or if they have a really bad movie like artemis fowl and they release it on the streaming i guess it's a way to dump it so at least someone sees it but i don't know how much they really make off of doing doing that dumping it on their streaming services because the reason you do that is to get more subscribers because that's how they make their money yeah um i think i think what would happen matt is it would go to video on demand but like the paid like hit like um like uh what were the movies that were in the theater like right before it happened they released all those pretty much to where you could pay and it was like 20 bucks was it hollow hollow man or or no the invisible man the invisible man was one of them that was good that was really good i i am still sad you didn't see that before it popped out of the theater because i would have loved to have done that so that was a very good movie I was actually planning to see it, and then you know all yeah, and then all loose. this happened. Well, and you know the the last movie we saw in the theater, I, I we talked about it before. We're repeating ourselves, but we've talked about it before. Was the hunt, and when they put the hunt out, like they're like, well, it's in theaters, so they dumped it on video on demand right away, and it was twenty bucks to rent it. Yeah, um, I, you know, I'm thinking they're going to get such a backlog, and there's going to be such pressure to have. Um, you know, for their investors and stockholders, for a lot of the production companies, that they're just gonna have to go to the on-demand. They'll charge twenty bucks, twenty-five bucks, because they know if they charge twenty-five bucks for viewing or whatever for the twenty-four-hour window, that the whole family's gonna watch it, which would be like cheaper than going to the theater if everyone had a ticket. But it's not cheaper than people like for people like me and you, who it's just us. Yeah. No. No. True. But that's one reason why my buddy, um, Josh, who owns the comic book shop here, he loves the video on demand stuff because he can throw down the $20. He can get his kids out and his wife and have his parents come over and they have a movie night and it's cheaper than going to the theaters. That's true. I mean, so there's, there's good, it's good angles, bad angles. And, uh, I don't know. Um, obviously trolls, uh, world tour, uh, did well because it was a family movie so they they knew that they could get the family audience and um i don't know how some of these other movies would do some of the more adult oriented movies uh like would the quiet place 2 do really well i mean i think it would but i don't know um top gun you know um i think you're gonna miss a lot of what top gun would have if you were in the theater because you're just not going to have, most people don't have the Atmos or the top of the line stereo system and and like a perfectly black place to watch it in. Because that movie looks amazing. I still can't believe the the Navy let them fly in jets for the movie. Yeah, dude. I, like, I've We've talked about Top Gun before. I, I'm not going to be seeing the new Top Gun until it's in a movie theater. I will not be. I... That that movie is made for a movie theater. I'm sorry, it is. It's going to be amazing. You know, uh, what else is supposed to come out? Like uh, Black Widow. There's There's been so many. Uh, I want to see the new Christopher Nolan, Tenet. Um, Wonder Woman 1984 looked great. Uh, there's, there's quite, there's, there's just this backlog of movies. Like the list is getting longer and longer. And you're like, man, when is this stuff? But then what about stuff like The Old Guard? Like the movie we're supposed to be talking about right now. Uh, it's great. Well, it's that's great. the thing. It 
it was not produced for a movie theater. Very high production value. CGI, big star. Do you think that one of the reasons why all the other actors in the old guard, other than one or two other people, are pretty much unknowns because they're cheaper for Netflix? Or I think there's some of that, yeah, for sure. Um, knowing that they were going to spend a decent amount of money on the production, they probably did make sure that they didn't spend a terrible amount of money on the stars besides a couple of the stars. Um, yeah. Uh, there's, there is, I mean, I guess we're in spoiler territory, right, man? We've been for a while. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a part of this movie I didn't like. Is it the most disturbing part in a movie I've seen in a long time? Oh, I'm not sure what the most disturbing part in the movie is, but uh, I'll wait. I'll wait for that one, Matt. No, uh, the the part that was very, or or the the concept that was very, uh, kind of made me sad was most of this movie is world building, and I loved it. I loved all the world building, and then it just kind of ends. There isn't a great ending, and I felt like it might be because they're planning sequels and stuff, which is fine. But I felt like there was just all this buildup, and then it's just like, okay, it's over. Like, I didn't feel like there was a real good... It it didn't seem like it ended well to me. That's just to me. Or maybe. I don't know. What what are your feelings on how... I agree. I, I don't think it ended well. I am kind of uh, not a huge fan of what they did with Charlie Theron's character about how, oh, now she's immortal and she can die. But So I was like, oh, well, I'm calling it right now. She's going to get killed, but that's going to suck for the rest of the sequels because now they're not going to have this A-list star to be in the sequels. And they ended up, again, we're in spoilers, they ended up not killing her, which is good, but she's just a normal person. So that kind of ruins the mystique of the fantasy of this whole genre or this whole world building film that they're starting out and maybe they'll figure out a way for her to be uh immortal again i don't know because that just kind of ruins it yeah um i guess that's true um but i i I love that the world that they created i like the time that they spent on talking about different characters where they kind of originated a little bit what how long they've been together like some of that stuff was good like it seems like a lot of movies aren't i mean there's not a ton of backstory on most of the characters but at least there's a little bit here and there for most of the characters i like that a lot yeah yeah i it it was nice again you pointed it out it's world building there's lots of action in this but there isn't a ton of action in other films like say Fast and Furious, I'll just throw that out there. Like where <laughs> they built the world up, but and you're on like Fast and Furious Seven, and it's action nine, nonstop, you know. Or Fate, I don't know. No, I think they're it's on F9. like nine, but I'm just saying, like in yeah. Seven, like it's action from like start to the end. You're not building yeah, that yeah, world. Yeah. That world is built. So I, I see what they're doing, but uh, uh, the most disturbing part that I've seen in a film in a while was the uh, Iron Maiden part. Just the thought of her being underwater for 500 years, literally drowning every three or four minutes and then coming back for 500 years straight. That's pretty messed up, dude. Yes. And then, I mean, I guess we're we're in spoilers. I felt like the scene that at the end with her, 
making an appearance wasn't needed yet. It was kind you of know? a cop out, yeah. I, f- I felt like that should have been in the next movie if they're going to make another movie. Yeah, because now they, they're clearly leading into another one and they're like, oh, you know, she's back and how did she get back and why is she teaming up with this guy, let alone how did she know where this guy is and how did they find her? Because, I mean, the ocean is a very large place, <laughs> a very, very large place. Well, she had a lot of time, though, dude. Yeah, maybe it just finally rusted enough where she could break through and swim up. Yeah, well, she just probably walked the, walked the bottom until she got somewhere. I still think she probably would have swam up so she would stop drowning. But okay, that's, that's me. That's probably true. Yeah, 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 yeah that's probably true. <laughs> I've, no matter how many times it would take to get it to the top, I would keep swimming until I didn't have to feel like I didn't have to drown again repeatedly for another 500 years. So like your favorite movie, uh, Finding Nemo, just keep swimming? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just keep swimming. You mean your favorite movie? No, no, no. It's not my favorite Pixar movie. I like Cars. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I think Cars <laughs> is cool. Cars is fun. Yeah. My my favorite Pixar movie is Monsters, Inc. Really? Mm-hmm. You, you know what? I, I might have to say Wally. I really liked Wally. Wally's great because there's. it takes a, a certain amount of skill to be able to make a character who doesn't talk. And entertains you the entire freaking time. It was great. Uh, it was really great. And I like the technology aspect of it. And then I also like the horrible society that was built in Wally. It's a kid's movie. And it's atrocious. Dude, Wally's like the kid version of Idiocracy. Yeah, dude, it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's dark. <laughs> Not subtle. Well, all right, Mike. So what else should we say about the old guard? It, the action was good. There's minimal CGI in it. Um, I don't know if I liked the addition of another immortal member. I guess it was interesting to see the uh, transition on how she became an immortal. Like it didn't happen until she died. And then, oh, well, she'll never die again kind of thing which was interesting. And then how they had, they all experienced her nightmares and they knew exactly where she was and they went and found her. I just, I, I still kind of want to know why she became an immortal or how she became an immortal, which I'm sure will be explained later. Hopefully. I, I, I kind of liked it, Matt, cause it helped tell the story of immortals without being so like, I'm an immortal, like just like a, like a, um, narrated okay like i I can see that yeah help with the exposition of 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 the story um and i liked seeing the problems that would be like matt let's say you get killed today and then tomorrow you wake up and then like oh yeah dude you're gonna live forever oh also you can never talk to anybody again because you're immortal and they're all gonna die soon anyway so you should probably just leave them like, I don't know, you, you you could see that the character was struggling with, like, the aspects. She's like, I have a family. And they're like, yeah, but do you? It, it, you know, I don't know. I, 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 and, like, she even leaves, you know, and, like, does stuff. And I liked, I mean, all the conflict that she had. So it was, it was kind of interesting to see the juxtaposition between Charlize Theron's character, who's 
I don't even know how old. Like they never quite the said, oldest but immortal. Let's, let's, they basically said yeah. she was the oldest. Yeah. Let, let's say like ever two thousand years old, and then someone who's like immortal for like a week. And like, <laughs> yeah, she's coming to grips with it, and she's still acting like a normal person. Like the the plane ride was a good point, where you know Charlize Theron is just like standing up, drinking a beer, like holding on, no big deal, in this rickety old airplane. And she's like in like fastening her seatbelt and freaking out, and oh, I'm gonna die, kind of thing. And it's like, no, you're not. This could crash right now, and we're fine. <laughs> no, oh, I love the I love that scene there with the uh, the pilot. And uh, she's like, do you speak Russian? She's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly you don't, because I told them Uh, to play dead. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was a a great scene. That was a great scene. It was pretty fun. What other movie was that where there's been a few movies like that where they go and they have to fake their death to be part of like a crew and doing something. I don't remember exactly what those are. Underground 6 or whatever that we just watched. 6 Underground Bay was Bang? one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 6 Underground, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was Bay one. Bang. But there's, anyways, it's it's a trope, not, yeah, I guess I can call it a trope because it's been done multiple times in multiple movies. But yeah, that's one of those things where, yeah, you can, uh, like Men in Black. There you go, Men in Black. He did give up everything. Yes, he did. He had to, he had to erase his identity. Men in Black, yeah. Right. For sure. And so that's a lot like a lot like the uh new immortal in here. It would be a tough decision to just be like, okay, everything's gone. Like I've got uh, like I'm an immortal now. Like it, it but what would be tougher? Making the decision to walk away or sitting there and watching literally everyone die around you. Your parents, your kids if you have any, your husband, your wife, your friends. Like literally watching everyone slowly die, and they're like, um, "Why do you still look like you're 23?" Ah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think it would be worse. A, it's I don't it's know. A, it's such it's such a hard decision. Um, I think it would be worse watching everyone die around you. I think it would be way worse. I think it would be worse, but I almost would want to do it. I don't know. I mean, the first time, that second and third family. Totally not going to do that. Well, Mike, you're you're already <laughs> you're already planning ahead. All right, I'm glad you've thought about this. <laughs> All right. So speaking of second and third families, uh, how many reels? How many reels, Mike? Uh, I'm going to give this one three and th- three and a half reels. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So you're three and a half families in on this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what families has to do with the map, but yes, three and a half. It was a number. I'm just trying, trying to. I'm trying to segue into it. And it's not working. I know this is a horrible podcast, but I'm trying, Mike. Well, Matt, what is your rating? I like it more than you because I'm better than you. So I give it four out of five reels. <laughs> so you're All supposed, right, there it is. If you're gonna laugh, there it is, you're, people. You're supposed to laugh in the mic. <laughs> there it is, people. He's, he's better than me. So. <laughs> I'm just messing so, with you, Mike. With with that, go watch this on Netflix. If if you don't have this uh, Netflix, borrow someone's password. Everyone else does. So yeah, Mike, what's your password? Uh, uh, five five five, one two three four. Nice. I thought you were gonna go with like something like classic, like eight six seven five three zero nine. <laughs> I almost did that actually, um, but I didn't. Or um, Jaws. <laughs> My password is I Heart Jaws. 
<sighs> yeah, it's I heart Bruce for life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. So, what movie are we watching next week? Because I know you didn't do your homework, but I'm going to ask you anyways. What movie are we watching next week? Since you didn't do your homework, Mike. Dude, I got nothing. I have no idea. All right, that's it. You heard it here. No movie next week. We're just going to talk about Mike's family life and his first relationship ever. Make sure and tune in. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, With that, uh, make sure you follow us on the socials. Go out and watch every movie you can. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Who's this? Good morning, Real Film Nerds. Ah. This is Matt. Who is this? This is Lisa. You called me, Matt. Oh. Oh. How's it going, buddy? It's going all right. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Tell me what we're going to talk about today. Well, this week I sat down and watched a Netflix original that has been tearing up the charts and making all kinds of money, starring Charlize Theron, The Old Guard. How was it? I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a very fun, interesting, unique take on an action film. Okay, very good. And how was Charlize? Amazing? Always. Yes. She's always amazing. She really is. And so she better be in the sequel because if she's not, I don't know if there will be a sequel. Oh, all right. (laughs) Fair enough. Everyone else did really well, but she's the only real face that you'll recognize in the entire film. Okay. So, So it's a group of mercenaries that are immortals that have been doing things throughout the course of history trying to keep the world on the right side, I guess you would say. They're trying to keep the world from kind of ending. Okay. And I don't know if what they're doing is intentional all the time or if it's just kind of the result of what they were doing. So anyway, it's now modern day, and another one of their immortal, immortal mercenary people pop up, and they have to go find her while there's a company that is hunting them down, trying to capture them to figure out how they are immortal and how they can capture that and sell that to people. Okay. Sounds intriguing. It's very uh, fantasy slash action mixed up. And it's, it's very good. I I liked the, I liked it for the most part. There's some some scenes that are like, eh, you know, okay. Right. But when they threw in the fantasy thing with an action movie, then you know everything goes out the window. <laughs> You're all in, right? Yep, it's off, everything's off the table. You can't be too judgy because okay. they're gonna they're they, you know they're going a little wild. a little wild. Well, you know we can use a little wild right about now. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Okay, very good. How many reels are you gonna give it? I give it. Four out of five. Four out of five reels? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You really did enjoy it. I did. I yeah. did. I, but, I mean, I'm a sucker for Charlie Theron, too, well, though. So. That's a given. <laughs> that's a given. Yeah. I, I think I think it's a, incredible how she's turned from a uh, kind of a dramatic actor into this hardcore female action lead. Yes, definitely. So. She can definitely pull it off. Tell me, what is your favorite Charlize Theron movie? Would it, oh. would it be The Old Guard? The old guard's up there, but I don't think it's my favorite. I really liked Atomic Blonde. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to really say that. I really liked that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really cool movie. Right, definitely. So. Yeah, well, she picks good ones. I don't think she's been in a bad one yet, has she? 
No. Well, Eon Flux. Like, I really liked the Eon Flux cartoon, and the movie wasn't great. Okay. All but right. it wasn't horrible. The I, action was good. <laughs> I didn't see that one, so I'll give that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it, Matt. What are we going to talk about next week? That's a good question. I don't know. I was trying to get a hold of my my co-host this morning, and he has not gotten back to me about what we're doing because it's his pick. Oh, my god! I know what I'm doing the week after. We're... Um, I guess I can announce. I'm still waiting for confirmation, but uh, we're going to have another giveaway because another movie movie studio contacted us uh, to do a review on the King of Staten Island, and oh. that's going to be the week of August 10th. Okay, all right, that'll be awesome. I was wondering why you haven't done that one yet. Well, one, it's like twenty five bucks to rent it. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> so <laughs> that's quite a bit, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to do that one, and I'm even more excited that we're going to be able to give away a bunch of copies of it again. Okay, so. well, we will look forward to that. You guys catch Matt's podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds, and we'll chat with you next Monday, Matt. Sounds great. Thanks for everything, Lisa. Thank you.